There's a bird laying down. There's a bird on top of them. They're kissing. I, I, okay, yeah, all right. I'll see it. <laughs> <laughs> the wing. Yeah, okay. Yeah. yeah, all right, I get it. Yeah. He's oh, getting in there deep. He is. Yeah, they're about... each and every citizen of Rapture that free enterprise is the foundation upon which our society has been established. Everywhere you go, everything you do, it's always done for death, pain, and misery. Our men are running from the battlefield like a shame for this place! I hate the stare into his armpit thing that Cam Newton does. Stare into his armpit thing that Cam Newton does? Where he's like... Oh. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. I hate it. I don't know. It's dumb. Yeah. Cam it's Newton. Dumb. He's Cam. a disgrace to the game of football. He's a disgrace to the game of football. Piece of garbage. I don't know, I like Cam Newton. Piece of human shit. <laughs> Piece of human shit, that Cam Newton. I like Cam Newton. I have no real opinions like Cam Newton. <laughs> I have no actual opinions like Cam Newton. He seems okay. He seems like an alright guy. Yeah, sure, why not? Uh, he, I, he's never beaten up a hooker in an elevator. It's true. That's never happened. You know. Uh, granted, I don't feel like that's the bar that we should be judging football players by. No. But they keep making me have to result to that. <laughs> yeah, it's like, when they're not doing those things, they're not being accused of horrible crimes. What did you hear about that, uh, the Broncos, like, practice squad guy that got sent home from that prostitution sting this week? No, I did not hear about that. Yeah, yeah. Well, there you go. Uh, <laughs> Lisa wasn't Peyton, so just keep that, keep keep the keep the shine on the Mannings, man. That's all I want. Like, I don't know. I, the Mannings are the only ones that uh, you know. There was that stuff that came out this week about his private investigators that he hired that broke a whole shitload of laws. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, you know the Al Jazeera report about him doping. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, he hired some private investigators to look into that, and apparently yeah. they went around masquerading themselves as police officers and oh. lying to people. Whoops. Uh, I mean, granted, he didn't do it. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess people so. on his behalf—it's basically a hit squad at a certain point. <laughs> you know, you're like fucking. Yeah. You know, two dead guys in your trunk away from well, and that's where it all started to go bad. <laughs> and that's when things sort of spiraled out of control. That was when the shine came off the penny. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good uh, sports token. <clears throat> I don't know. I hate the sports media anyway. So, like anything they say, I just I. I look with the oh, you know stain. Al Jazeera, you know. That's, well, uh, yeah, that's no, not, the, I, I just mean like the you know, bastion of all sports. I just mean you know, like yeah, you know, it's like we're, we're always looking to tear down our idols. It's just a thing, you know. We build them up just to tear them down. It's I lame. I I kind of you know I, I bust people's balls about like sports players and stuff like that, but like yeah. you know I have friends that. For whatever reason, if the person's not the greatest thing in the world to them, yeah. they're fucking human shit. <laughs> like yeah. that motherfucker. I'm like, that dude, I... I don't think he... I, <laughs> I don't really have any personal opinions on that guy at all. <laughs> uh, and then there's Christian Leitner, who everyone hates. <laughs> I like Christian I Leitner. love Christian Leitner as well. I he's like a Christian. dick. Because he's an asshole. I'm like, yeah. No, I like that when they filmed that documentary about him, he was I, like, yeah, fuck all those people. Titled, <laughs> I hate, titled, I hate Christian Leitner. Yeah. Still I mean, hate still, Christian Leitner. I love Christian Leitner. I think he's awesome. Mainly because he pisses off UK fans, but that's the main thing. Uh, and perpetuates this strange, non-existent Duke-UK rivalry that doesn't exist at all. The uh, new uh, the new UK uh, secondary logo that looks like two birds mating missionary style <laughs> yeah, is... What? Have you seen it? I mean, like, I heard that thing. Like, I've seen the logo, but I don't see the two birds mating missionaries. Hang on, I'm going to pull this up real quick. Okay. Right, this is going to play well on an audio it's podcast. It's going to play perfectly on an audio podcast. Speaking of which, it's time for the Video Destruct podcast. You know, I, oh, no. There's a bird laying down. There's a bird on top of them. They're kissing. I, okay, yeah, all right. I'll see it. <laughs> The wing. Yeah, okay. yeah. Yeah, all right, I get it. Yeah. He's oh, getting in there deep. He is. Yeah, they're about, yeah, it's like. It's mid-coitus. 
I didn't see that at all. Not since the dick I, tongue for the I, University of Kentucky I, have I been more concerned. I, I'm not. I'm not gonna lie. I, I I liked that logo until you just pointed that out. I thought it was pretty okay. <laughs> now it's two sparrows getting now it on. Now I'm all gonna see is two birds just <laughs> just getting it on. Yep. Oh boy, that's amazing. Uh, but yeah, whoever spotted that. Thanks. Yeah, good job, sir. Corner, off, corner office for you. Nailed it. <laughs> Nailed it. Uh, Haas, uh, you played a lot of games this week. Yeah, played like a weirdly high amount of video games this uh, week. Including the Japanese craze Yokai Watch. Whew, God, I'm, I'm in. Yeah, you're all uh, in. So I got that game on... When did we record the podcast last week? Uh, Thursday. Wednesday. We recorded the podcast on Wednesday. Then I got it on Thursday. You got that on Thursday. And it's Sunday as of this recording yeah. to pull back the curtain a little bit. Yeah. I've already got like 27 hours into it. Yeah, jeez. No, wait, sorry, we recorded Tuesday. So you got it Wednesday. Though. So yeah, so then I got it Wednesday. Wednesday. And, then and I played a lot played of it. a lot of that game. Like, I, I've been playing it during my lunch hour at work and not eating. <laughs> You should probably eat. I just go lay on the bean bags and play some Yokai Watch. And just play Yokai Watch on your lunch break. Yeah, yeah. Uh, probably eat something. I don't know. I, I just bring a protein shake and okay. then just drink that at my desk yeah. after I'm after uh, I've played forty five minutes of Yokai Watch. Have a drumstick or a <sighs> chicken leg, dude. And then like the other night, like I didn't the, on Thursday night. I didn't go to bed until like two in the morning. <laughs> and it, like I started going to bed at like ten thirty. Yeah, and I was like, okay, just, just one more fight. <laughs> All right, just, I, just one more fight. Just one more fight. Just one more fight. Is it? Uh, do, uh, fuck it. We'll get into it. Uh, does it play like uh, Pokemon? No, not at all. Around? Not at all. Okay. Not at all. Yeah. Okay. Uh, <clears throat> there's very you collect things. I know that. But that's exactly. About it. That's and and I'll kind of I'll give you a little bit of preface so if you're not familiar with what this thing is. Yeah. Um, Yokai Watch, the biggest sensation in Japan. It's got an anime to go along with it now, uh, and there are 200 of these Yokai things. Mm-hmm. The idea being that Yokai just meaning ghost, by the way. Yes. Yeah. Um, well, and the idea in this is that instead of there being like these little weird animal things that we can capture and convince to go do our bidding, yeah. Um, uh, you are a person who gets a yokai watch that allows you to look through the glass on the watch yeah. to find these ghosts in the world. Anything right. bad or weird or antagonistic that's happening in the world is because of a yokai. Yeah. They're basically possessing somebody and tricking them into doing something bad. Right. Um, so, like, in they, it's very similar to like a lot of the more supernatural Pokemon. They always do this as well, where it's like yeah, well, this yeah. one's got this guy under a spell. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, so it's it's similar to that uh, in a lot of ways. Uh, this is developed by Level Five, mm-hmm. um, very prolific Japanese game developer. You know, they're the Professor Layton guys. Oh, the Professor Layton. Uh, right. I mean, they make a lot of shit yeah, over did, there. Did they do the the Phoenix Wright? They did. Yes, Phoenix Wright. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, no, no. Okay, they did the crossover. Right, Phoenix Wright, Phoenix Layton, Wright game. And Layton games. Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay. That makes sense. But yeah. yeah, they. I mean, on the original DS, on the 3DS, uh, and on the Wii, they are prolific in Japan. Sure. Uh, I believe Level Five's lineage even goes back to Dark Cloud for the PlayStation Two. Okay. Um, but I might be reaching there. Um, but yeah, they they make everything. They're they're kind of they're so big in Japan at this point that they publish a lot of their own games now. They're not just a developer anymore. They've oh, gotten wow. to a point where they're, they're pressing discs. Yeah, they're like actually publishing. Yeah, uh, which is kind of cool. Um, and they made Nino Kuni. Oh, they made Nino Kuni. Okay, cool. So they even teamed up with Studio Ghibli. So yeah, they're, yes. they're pretty. Cool. They know people. Yeah, they know peeps. Yeah, yeah they, they, they know what's going if, on. If you've got a Disney thing that's akin to what a Disney is over here, <laughs> it's. Studio Ghibli. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah. Uh, the uh, Basically, Yokai Watch, uh, it's it's really big. It's been out in Japan for about two and a half years. It hit uh, North American shores uh, back in the fall. I think it was like September. Yeah. Uh, they're actually doing like a bundle right now. If you get a 2DS, you get a free copy of it with it, mm-hmm. which is nice. 99 bucks. You're getting a $40 game and the system. Kind of cool. Um, but, all right. So, the way that you play the game is very similar in structure to the way... The overworld game is very similar to the way that you play Pokemon. Okay. Um, except you're not leaving your town. I haven't left my town yet. Okay. Um, you go to different parts of town. Right. And you go in the woods and stuff like that, but you're usually coming home at the end of the day to go sleep in your bed at home. Okay. Um, because your 
your your big compendium medallium book, like whenever you become friends with a yokai, yeah, your instead Pokedex, of capturing them, right? you become friends with them, and you, they give you a medal of friendship. Okay. And you put them in this book, and you can go through there and sort out your party that way. Okay. Uh, through your medallium at home. Okay. Uh, which is kind of cool. And I think there's also a location in the, in the world to do, but I usually just wait until I get home at the end of the night to do it, uh, do it there. Sure. Um, so... In premise, this plays like Pokemon. You're running around a city, you're talking to people, you're solving quests, you're doing things for people. Yeah. The one thing I will say is that it's much more akin to side questy kind of stuff than Pokemon ever is. Like, the meta game in Pokemon is just leveling your guys. Yeah, yeah. You just, that's yeah. the meta game. Yeah, yeah. It's just go grind in the woods for in the tall grass <laughs> for a while, and that's the meta. Yeah. And other than that, it's just do the main story thing, and that's it. Yeah. And you know, they've added layers to Pokemon since then, but this thing is a little bit different. Okay. It also has a fight system that's fucking completely different. Yeah. Um, and really cool. Interesting. Um, you are... It is not active time battling. Okay. It's not traditional Final Fantasy style RPG battling. Okay, yeah. You have... Basically, when you go into a fight scene, it's three-on-three battles. Okay. Um, or... Three of your guys on one of theirs. You can uh, you've got six yokai in your watch at any given time, and you can rotate your watch in uh, it basically. You know what is that like thirty degree increments or whatever? Yeah, sure. Uh, to get everybody in position to throw uh, the next three out, oh. or you can say I want to keep this guy and I want the two that are on the other side of him. So you rotate it. To get those people in place. And that's why uh, going through your medallion to set up, like, okay, I know I always want these three guys together, and I want this guy to be with these guys because they're defensive and he's my main attacking guy. So, yeah, there's a lot of fucking strategy that goes into this. So, so it's all like just based on the wheel of like, how, yep. like where your guys and are. And you can rotate at any time. You don't have to wait for turns. Wow. You're not waiting for... Uh, the only thing you're waiting for is your ultimate. Okay. Um, your ultimate is once your character... Uh, think Final Fantasy XII attacking, where... Uh, and as they're doing attacks, and every time they get a critical on somebody, yeah. it, you earn ultimate juice that goes into this little emblem. Once it's ready to go... You click Sultimate, you click the person that you want to cast their Sultimate, yeah. and then it will pop up a mini-game on the bottom screen. Sometimes it'll be just spinning a circle really fast to okay. charge up this meter. Other times it will be to trace out these kanji characters. Hmm. Other times you'll be like tapping icons. Uh, and that's one phase of the battle. Okay. Now the cool thing is, you can have all six guys charged up ready to do their ultimate. So you can just walk into battle and go bang, 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 <laughs> and knock these things out and just destroy somebody. Yeah, yeah. The other thing is, if you've just cast like all six of yours, you're not charged. So you go into the next battle and it's much more strategic. Right. Or you might only have one guy charged. So it's like, all right, I need to position it so that I've got three these three guys in battle. Um, and then another thing that can happen is your guy can get cursed. Right. And the curse is instead of you having... To go out and buy stuff to do that. Right. You don't. Yeah. Um, you have a purify button. So you hit purify, and then you hit the person who's cursed, and it will give you a different kind of mini game. So it'll be like, oh. there's all this you know, dark juice that's on this guy, and you have to rub it off of him or pop all these bubbles that he's trying to Rub off in. the dark juice. Yeah, he's got to rub this guy off real quick. Oh, um, but yeah, I have gotten fucking into that game. I'm oh. a girl. My name is Sandwich. And... <laughs> <laughs> sandwich. Is it is it sandwich or is it sandwich? Sandwich. Sandwich. Okay. <laughs> like, you know the sandwich. <laughs> you know? So which which is the sandwich? That yeah, one over there. That one over there. Um, yeah. So yeah, I I like that game. Also, having your name be sandwich leads to really funny conversation I'm bits. Sure it, I'm sure it does. Uh, yeah. That I have really enjoyed. Yeah. <laughs> Where like somebody will say something and they'll end a sen- in the sentence with sandwich. And you're like, <laughs> All right. Um, I, I really enjoy it. That that game yeah. is fantastic. Cool. Um, I want to watch the anime. Yeah. I want to buy toys. <laughs> I, you're sucked in completely at this point. Huh? I'm in. Like you're just. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. Uh, I can see myself going real crazy with yeah. that game for a while. That's funny. Yeah, uh, I know that Funimation does have the dub of that, uh, the anime, but I've never watched it. So. I don't know. I don't know if it's officially in America or yeah. uh, if it's only in unofficial capacities. I've seen like you know. Yeah. 
I think it is like on cable somewhere. I think Cartoon Network picked it up or somewhere. Uh, Somebody, I've, se- I've seen, have. I've seen the English dub. Well, you heard somewhere. about the Yokai Watch movie, right? I've not heard about it. No, I know. I'm sure one exists. What? Well, yeah, like <laughs> it was a big deal. Was it? Do you want to know how big of a deal it was? How big of a deal? It came was out it? the same day as Star Wars in Japan and beat it. Oh wow. Yeah. Holy crap. It beat Star Wars. <laughs> it came out day? the same day as a Disney funded Star Wars project and beat it. Holy shit. Like handily. <laughs> they, they like their yokai. In, uh, and you know what? Japan. Yeah. So do I. There you go. Yokai is pretty cool. I mean, you know. So I, it sounds awesome. I like the I like that battle system. The, I, the I love too. it. I'll have to let you never play heard, a little bit. Yeah. Never heard of anything like that It's before. very cool. I've never seen yeah. anything like it. It's very cool. Yeah. And the idea that you're just constantly rotating like, all right, so I want to start my battle with my yokai that are normally positioned on the top uh, that are all defensive, like they're going to put up walls, they're going to lower defense ratings on other guys and sure. you know boost my attack rating. Yeah. Uh, and I'm going to cast their ultimates really quick and then flip it over and then just start attacking the shit out of people. Huh. Fucking great, man. That's cool. Yeah. I like but, it. Yeah, I get jazzed up when I play it, man. <laughs> I'm getting jazzed. I fucking love it. There we go. Uh, this led you down. Uh, what, this led you down some other anime paths as well. Didn't it, it did. Like, <laughs> and this is gonna anime. sound like really fucking counter to everything I've ever said. But I watched a lot of anime this week, which baffles me, honestly. But you know. Cool. <laughs> so, we'll talk about my favorite anime that I watched later on. Sure. I want to start sure. off by saying I watched the first episode of Attack on Titan. Yeah, yeah, that's the one people seem to crave, crave a lot. So. Uh, it was okay. Yeah. yeah it's like, weird. It's bizarre. The, the the baby monsters are, yeah, they're creepy. Their faces, like, make me uncomfortable. Yeah, which is kind of the point, I think, yeah. And they're supposed to make you feel not at ease, um... So yeah, so uh, basically, it's been a while since I watched the first episode. The mom gets eight. That's it it also else. reminds me, well, it also puts into stark realization why a lot of the enemy setups and encounters in Xenoblade Chronicles X are the way that they are. Oh yeah? You can tell they were like, yeah, we watched some of that Attack <laughs> on Titan. That Attack on Titan thing. Pretty, uh, yeah. That... <laughs> The, the way that their city is, where it's like that big bowl shape, you know, right. that kind of thing, like, and, sure. you know, these huge hulking beasts that are just lurking right at the gate. Right. That's Xenoblade Chronicles X. Yeah. yeah. Except they're not, like, large human people with weird grinny faces. With weird grinny faces. It's just faces big monsters. And no genitalia. <laughs> like, There's no dicks on that show? There's no dicks on that show. The, hmm. the, 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 cre- the creepy monsters have no genitalia, no... I didn't remember to look. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there's no ass cheeks on them. They They don't... They, Weird, yeah. It's like Ken dolls down there. Yeah, they don't. It, they, that's what the ways where they look like. Yeah, uh, you learn later on in the anime they don't even digest. They don't even or they don't even like like waste. They don't even need sustenance. They just hunt people, and that's what they do. And it's kind of Wait, if they don't produce waste, then why do they eat yeah. people? That, that he ate that mom at the beginning yeah, of it. They, they just eat people. That's it. Spoilers for and the then, first episode. And then they regurgitate it out later on, and they find like these massive piles of like human. Like remains, like Ugh. owl pellets, but like people pellets. Ugh. Yeah. Did you ever have to dissect an owl pellet in I, middle school? Yeah, that was like a thing. It was weird. It was very bizarre. It was a whole mouse in mine. It was a whole mouse, yeah. You'll find like whole mice and stuff. Tiny birds, like I got tiny bird skulls. Owls are skulls. dicks. Yeah, owls are assholes, man. They'll eat whatever. I don't trust anything that can rotate its head like 270 degrees. Agreed. <laughs> I agree. It's like, it's like almost 360, those things. They're bizarre. So, yeah. But no, yeah, it's uh, it's a very bizarre horror-based anime, but it gets into action. I'll probably watch stuff. more of it. Yeah, yeah. The tone kind of shifts. I did like how time. Dude at the end of that episode was like, I'm going to go fucking kill him. I was like, fuck that. Yeah, basically, <laughs> yeah. He's just looking at it like, okay. Ha, ha. Ha, I'm just going to run. I'm going to take the kids and run. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, sorry about your mom. Yeah, <laughs> the musical score on that show is good too. I really, it's not like bad. It. I like the musical it's score. Not bad. You know what show has a great musical score? What's that? Polar Bears Cafe. Polar Bears Cafe, which is the other anime that you have been watching. I watched a bunch intently. of it. I like it. We watched an episode today. Um, yeah, I'll probably watch another one later. Yeah, like, yeah. I'll probably stop watching the uh, the Super Bowl for a little bit. Watch yeah. a little Polar Bear Cafe. What's the premise of Polar Bears Cafe? All right, so there's a polar bear. Yeah, he's got a cafe. He does. 
He's friends with a panda. Yeah. That is the most adorable thing I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. Uh, an emperor penguin. Yeah. A llama. Yeah. A human lady. A human lady. Yeah. Uh, there's also other guests that show up sometimes. Mm-hmm. There's a janitor as well who works at the cafe. There's a janitor. Yeah. Uh, but there's uh, there's like an ape. Yeah. Yeah. A mandrill. A mandrill. Uh, yes. Uh, I thought it was a baboon. That was my mistake. It's a mandrill. So. Excuse me. Yeah, I apologize. <laughs> uh... But yeah, there's like there's a tortoise that shows up and all sorts of other animals. Uh, yeah, it's very cool. The, the llama is probably like my favorite guest. Yeah, like whenever they show up and do like a really tight pan in his face, it kind of makes me uncomfortable. <laughs> he does look like uncomfortably like a llama. He's like, like, ah? like it's a very simplistic style of drawing, but they but it's like almost photorealistic llama. Yeah, but it's like a fo- it's yeah, it's weird. <laughs> it's a really good art style on that. It show. actually is a very good art style. I, yeah. Yeah. It's got the cheeriest theme music I've ever heard in my life. It's one of the best theme songs I've heard in a while. I, uh, I enjoy that. You know, not since the uh, the old Persona 4 entrance music I've ever heard a song I like better. There you go. Uh, yeah. But, yeah, I, I I like it. It's dumb. Like, they hang out at this restaurant, and, you know, one episode they got smartphones. Yeah. And then the panda was stoked because he got a panda bear case for his phone. <laughs> and they didn't give a fuck about his case, uh, his phone anymore because he broke the case on accident. Oh, that's a shame. And uh, then he accidentally sat on his phone and broke it. There you go. And, and no, never again was the phone mentioned. And he's, uh, he's a part-time panda. Uh, yeah. He works at the zoo. Part-time panda. Yeah, part-time panda working at the zoo. Not a full-time panda. Nope, part-time panda. Full-time panda is uh, whenever he goes on break, he's got a... His mom is a vacuum cleaner, sucks him up sometimes. Right. And, like, just sticks him with it and... <laughs> <you> know, <laughs> it's... Is his mom a panda? Yeah. Oh, okay. Why does she have a vacuum cleaner? Well, I... She's cleaning the house. I'm asking ridiculous questions. At this no, point. there's a sensible answer. Yeah. She was cleaning the house and she's like, hey, can you get out of the way? I need to clean right here. And he's like, okay. And he just walks over to the other side of the room and just lays down. Yeah. And she's like, well, that's not going to work. <laughs> you need to get a job. <laughs> you, need, you need to get your ass out there and become part-time panda. <laughs> but yeah, I, I don't know why. I like the show. It's charming. It's it's a charming I'm having show. a weird honeymay renaissance honey right now. May. Why do you pronounce it that way? I just like it. You just like going with that. That's fine. Yeah. Just, I think people anime. over pronounce the word anime all the time. Yeah, yeah. And they're like, "Well, the Japanese pronounce it anime," and I'm like, "Well, we're not fucking Japanese." I'm not. Yeah, I'm not Japanese. Guess what? I don't say Deutschland. I don't say aluminium. <laughs> yeah, aluminium. Yeah, <laughs> those weird British people in there pronounce it. I don't say advertisement. <laughs> I do like the way that advertisement. I do like the way they say advertisement, but I'm not going to pretend like I say advertisement. Fair enough. (laughs) Advertisement. That's right. I pronounced it advertisement. (laughs) I know what you're wondering right now, and it's, did he just say the word advertisement? (laughs) And yes, he did. (laughs) I'm afraid yes. Yeah, there you go. Um, But yeah, I... I'm watching anime now, I guess. Yeah, I guess that's a thing you're doing. I haven't paid for any anime. No, no. It's a, it's all in the Crunchyroll free thing. Crunchyroll! Yeah. Go download Crunchyroll. It's, uh, it's a good... Too many commercials on there, but I like it. Yeah, yeah. But they gotta pay bills. Yeah, they, gotta, they gotta pay bills. And, you know, if you really like anime, get the get the paid version. It's not that expensive. There's no commercials on the paid one. No commercials on the paid one. Was it like eight bucks? It's like eight bucks a month. It ain't nothing. Like, you know. The thing I saw that was kind of cool is that they... Now when they make anime... I've got a friend who's trying to get me to watch the new Gundam series. Yeah. He says it's really good. Yeah. I'm not a Gundam guy. I like fucking robots. robots I I've never awesome. watched a Gundam thing. I, I have only ever liked one Gundam Excuse thing. Excuse me. Mecha. Yeah, Mecha. Yeah. Not robots. Not robots. I'm mecha. afraid of robots. Robots are scary. I embrace Mecha. Yeah, Mecha's right, because they got a human... They got a human brain. Yeah, there's a dude in there. There's a dude in there. <laughs> uh, but no, uh, the only Gundam I ever watched was Gundam Wing, and that's the one all Gundam fans hate. So I just feel like I'm not a Gundam guy. Well, yeah. correction. Yeah. I watched like the first two seasons of Robotech. Oh, yeah. Back when I was in college, my oh, yeah. roommate had them, and I was like, yeah. That's some weird looking fucking 70s ass animation, man. <laughs> yeah. And Robotech's more than jam. liking it, I just liked how fucking weird it looked. <laughs> It's like, man, anime I, used to look fucking weird. Yeah. I mean, it looks weird now, but it used to look weird. It, to, it used to look very bizarre. Uh, Robotech's my jam. That's, uh, you know, I wish Harmony Gold would get together and start making more stuff, but they don't. So, whatever. They just try to law. They just try to sue Transformers. That's all they ever do anymore. I don't know what Harmony so. Gold is. It's uh, It was a, an American translation company. It was just a company that, like, brought over this anime and then, like, retranslated So they, like, the they Speed wanted. Racer people? Uh, no, no. Uh, they, they actually were the first ones to do, like, sort of quality type, uh, 
Oh, yeah. oh. <laughs> well, you know. What are you implying about the quality of the translation of Speed Racer? Uh, it's very fast. We'll go ahead and just say that. <laughs> Trixie! Oh. Trixie! Oh. Hey. oh! And now I must drive. It's possible that Racer X is my long lost brother, but I cannot know for sure because I've never seen his face. <laughs> chim chim. <laughs> you watched that movie? Yeah. That's a weird movie. It's a good movie. It's bizarrely okay. Like it's visual vomit. I've I've watched it again since and like I and I'm just kinda like, yeah, okay. Like because like they do the, the speed line thing, right? But they make the speed lines a thing. Like it's snow and then like they speed up the th- and like that's what the speed lines it's like are. Particles. And I'm like that's interesting. <laughs> it's like, like, I don't know. It's like I well. thought they did their best to make what's her nuts that was on Adam's family look fucking like almost inhuman. Christina in Ricci, yeah. They make her look almost inhuman she, in that she movie. She looks bizarre. Yeah, she looks airbrushed to hell in that movie. <laughs> I, I think they needed her to look like. I don't think she looks like a person anymore in real life. Ooh. And they tried to make her look like a person, and it just that's the bizarre thing that came out. It's like a doll. <laughs> It's like they had her inhabit one of the things from Avatar. (laughs) (laughs) One of the bodies from Avatar. It's like, this one's not a tall blue person. It's like a somewhat humanoid woman. I had a conversation with somebody the other day. Because, like, Avatar is, like, the most, like, you know, the most money ever made by a movie. Because it was released 19 times or whatever. And and James Cameron knows how to... Star Wars just beat it. It did just beat it, yeah. Uh, it, it beat it locally. Did it beat it all time, though? All time. All time. There you go. Uh, well, that makes sense. Uh, but no... It, and it's it, not close to done yet, and it, I still haven't seen it. Yeah, and it's funny because... Probably won't. I mean, you know, it's a good movie. It's pretty good. I, I probably won't ever see it. You think, not, not I'll probably accidentally see it at yeah, some point, but sure. I'll never purposefully go see it. I would recommend checking it out. It's a pretty good flick, you know? It's like... Uh, it's like the first Star Trek movie. It's just like, all right, cool. I heard, I heard well, the Ren guy is a bitch. Huh? No, nah, Kylo Ren's all right. People, people, he's like, the, I think they missed the purpose of him. But, you know, like, yeah, he is kind of like. I can't wait for Kylo Stimpy. He's got Kylo Stimpy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, that's good. <laughs> I'm holding my hands in the you, air. You are. And that, that, was, that was a winner. That's a winner. Corner office for you, sir. <laughs> Boom! You did it. You did it. All you, right, all the other jokes on this you, podcast have to be terrible. You, we need to you maintain sa- decorum here. You saved the company. <laughs> <laughs> you saved the company. Uh, oh, man. There you go. Um, so, yeah. Uh, cool. Yeah. I watched a bunch of anime. Ma- yeah, watch a bunch of anime. Maybe watch uh, Star Trek when it's uh, easily available. Or Star Wars when it's easily, easily available. It's okay. Yeah, yeah. It's fine. So, I'm not, like, fine. going out of my way to avoid yeah. it, but I'll never... I don't think I'll ever go out of my way to, to watch, watch it. it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know. Like, just, you know, like, I'm glad to hear that my abusive ex-husband <laughs> got sober <laughs> and has moved on with his life. And has moved on with his life. But I'm not now. going there for dinner. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it it was a it was an abusive relationship Fuck there yes, for a while. <laughs> uh, but anyway, I was having a conversation with a, with a friend about, about Avatar and I said the Navi, which is the name of the alien race. It's funny that I remember that because I don't give a crap about that movie. But I remember that the alien race is called the Navi because I have a weird thing about names. I just they just stick in my head. And he stops for a second, and he thinks, and he goes, "Nav," like whispers to himself, "The Navi." And I'm like, and, and like I'm just kind of like going to mind. He's like, "Oh, that's the name of the race. Oh yeah, they're not called avatars." <laughs> <laughs> He just assumed that alien race was just called Avatar. That's pretty good. Because the name of the movie is Avatar. To be fair, almost everything else in that movie is so fucking stupid. Yes. Like, the the metal the in metal. that movie is called Unobtainium. <laughs> Which is a trope name you put on your script. On your MacGuffin. When you haven't named your MacGuffin yet. <laughs> he just never bothered to name his MacGuffin. Oh. So I, I had a moment when I was in the theater. Like, nobody would go watch that with me. Yeah. Rightly so. Yeah. <laughs> Rightly so. But I had to know. Sure. Yeah. So I'm sitting in the theater by myself. Right. And this movie's happening. Yeah. I, I wouldn't say I'm watching it. I would just say it's happening around me. Sure, yeah. It's occurring. And the scene comes up where they cut down that dumb fucking tree. Yeah, the big dumb tree. Yeah. yeah. And the way that everybody's emoting on screen, I'm like, oh, this is like... This is an emotional moment for these right? people. Sure. And I'm looking around and everybody just looks so bored. <laughs> 
Here we are. The tree's been cut down. Did they have sex with their tails earlier? Yeah. <laughs> I think they did. <laughs> I still haven't fully digested that yet. That's the other... That's the other dumbed down thing about that fucking thing. They like, have to fuck the horse to get on it. Well, no, just like, just like, like no, you, they no, do I know. the same thing. No, I get it, but it's just like, it's just like that, that, like, oh, they're connected to nature, so they literally have a fucking USB port in their goddamn tail that they plug into nature with. It's just like, how fucking stupid do you think you're? Like, how dumb do you think I am, James Cameron? I, I've got a plug that hangs off me, but it only plugs into women. Exactly. All right. <laughs> like, like, you know, like depending on your taste, it can plug into other things. Uh, but I prefer, yeah, women. Hopefully, that horse is taken off without me having to plug in. All right. <laughs> that's all I'm. What saying. if that's how life worked? The only way we could like just gotta fuck it. If ride a horse, you just like there's like a thing on the back of the horse. Ugh. You just gotta. It's like a whale blowhole. Yeah, it's like we would <laughs> like none of us would wear pants because we have to just connect everywhere. Oh god! Oh, Pandora's evil. Fuck that planet. Just Ugh. kill all of it. Yeah, the name of the planet's Pandora. I don't know why I remember this stuff because I don't remember jack shit about that movie. Uh, but yeah, uh, cool. And almost tricked people into thinking 3D was relevant. Yeah, it's true. You know what I do like? You know what I do like? Like that evil guy in there. The evil sergeant. Yeah, love that guy. That guy's good. That guy's fucking fantastic. <laughs> when they have, when he has that big speech or whatever about like letting his, and he just starts cracking up laughing. I'm like, I like this guy. Yeah. This guy's great. He's a, uh, <laughs> he's a real dick. Yeah, yeah. And he wanted a big fuck off knife on his mech. Yep. You can, you can just tell the conversation he had like when they were building their mechs, and he just looking at his like, no. Nope. That suit armor's too fucking pussy for me. <laughs> Pull off six of them guns and give me a big ass fucking knife. Give me a big fuck off knife. <laughs> like, yeah, like that guy. He's fun. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, go. Don't no, watch. Don't watch don't. Avatar. I was about to say, go watch. Avatar. Go continue to not watch go, Avatar. Don't watch Avatar. You know he wants to make sequels now, and the well, studio. Yeah. They've been. Like greenlit, haven't they? No, like like he's like like they've been like, oh, we probably want to do one, and then like time went by, and like James Cameron's like, nah, maybe not. But then Star Wars came out, and like it's gonna beat his record, so he's like, no, nah, we're doing two and three, and maybe even four. And the studio is kind of like, no, <laughs> so, like like so like James Cameron will come out of his submarine eventually with a crown and a cape, going, it shall be done. We will have avatars two through eight. Great, <laughs> I know. Hopefully it'll die off and nobody will want to watch them because it's like didn't it already die off? It's like ten, it's been like five years. Like how are you gonna do a sequel to this? Was that an 09 joint? It's like yeah, 09. it was Christmas 09. It's Christmas 09. It's been almost seven years since that movie. Oof. It's not gonna come out till 2018. It's gonna be almost ten years before that sequel. Nobody wants to see that. Well, it, well, that, the, well, it'll probably come out in like 2020. So in 2019, they can have the 10 year anniversary. Yeah, There's extended features, extended features, more horse fucking, more horse fucking, <laughs> more tree fucking as well. Because you're plugging yeah. into the trees as well. Oh, uh, I'm connected to nature. <laughs> I'm James Cameron. <laughs> Fuck you. I found the Titanic. <laughs> Fuck you. Fuck you. Piece of dog shit. Oh, I don't know why I hate James Cameron so much, but I just do. Uh, but anyway. He was married to that ice queen. He was, yeah. What's her yeah, name? I forget. Uh, the ice queen. Linda Hamilton? Is that, was that it? Is that From the, Terminator. From Terminator, yeah. Yeah, he was married to Linda, Linda Hamilton. Linda Hamilton. God, man. Like, I, I never once saw her smile. No. Like, ever. Ever. She was always just <laughs> angry. Stoic. Not even on SNL. She was just no. Yeah, I played other video games. Yeah, you played other video games what other than Yokai Watch. What else did you play other than? Uh, that? I played the Uncharted Collection. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm most of the way through Uncharted One. Okay, man, that's a really, really, really good uprez. Okay. Uh, they redrew a lot of the textures uh, yeah. for Uncharted One because that game is now a decade old. Okay. Uh, they uh, also upped the frame rate to sixty. And the cool thing is, with Uncharted One, that game had really poor shooting, yeah. especially by the standards of the later games in the series. Mm-hmm. So they took the Uncharted Two. Okay, they took the mechanics and then and it just in there. threw it into that game. Interesting. So instead of like everybody being like an eight or seven shot like bullet sponge, yeah. like you get a fucking headshot on a guy and it's just poof, dropped down. Uh, the other thing that I noticed is that a lot of the ambient occlusion stuff that was an issue before, you've probably noticed this in games, but you've never really known what to call it. Right? Ambient occlusion 
is the lining around an individual compared to the environment. So you'll see, like, sometimes it'll be, like, almost a white line that's visible. Other times it's, like, almost a black outline, like they're a cartoon character. Right. Or you'll get a weird, like, fuzz around the edge of a person. And you're like, what is that? Like, there's no hard edges on objects. Right. Well, the older Uncharted games, well, actually, even all the way through 3, they had ambient occlusion issues. Sure. Uh, because the environments were so high-res and the characters were so detailed and something about making those two things go together. Right. Uh, it always made weirdness. Yeah. Uh, that's all been cleaned up. Okay. Uh, you know, think uh, Luke's uh, land speeder. Yeah. You know, how they just cleaned just up cleaned under up that under thing. thing. Yeah, the orange glow. Yeah. The orange glow. Got rid of that. Yeah. There you go. But, uh, yeah, so I, I played quite a bit of that. Uh, probably going to see that through to the end. I'm having a pretty good time. Uh, okay. Forgot how much I liked that first Uncharted. Oh. Uh, I'm at the, uh, if you remember, the uh, the Wave Runner part. The, uh, the part where yeah. I'm like a Sea-Doo watercraft. Sea-Doo. Uh, I'm your Sea-Doo yeah, so I'm a little over halfway through that video. Okay, cool. Uh, which is pretty cool. You know, I've been... Uh, <laughs> I noticed that the higher resolution, higher frame rate, and the fact that I'm better at video games than I was a, de- a decade ago, I'm like, oh, there's a collectible over there. <laughs> and, like, I remember, like, the entire game, I maybe found, like, 12 out of 60 the first time I played through it, way back in the day. Yeah. And I'm halfway through, and I found, like, 20. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. Oh, Huh. I'm better at this. I'm pretty good at this. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so I played that. Uh, and what else have I played? Uh, we talked about Hand of Fate. I played more Hand of Fate. Uh, and I went back into Massive Chalice, and I've been playing more of that game. That continues to be fucking bitching. Right. Um, and the last game I'll talk about is that I played some of Grim Fandango. Oh, okay. Yeah. Cool. That's... A good exactly. addition to that game. Okay, yeah. Is it an uh, addition, or I thought it was just a remake? Is it a new game? It entirely? is an addition. Oh, okay. This is... Uh, think of this more as the Halo Anniversary Edition, where you can actually have that game display in original graphics. Okay, yeah. Uh, you can have it display in the original 4x3, which you should, mm-hmm. because if you stretch it out to 16x9... Uh, everybody's like weirdly fat. It's like running like. Remember when TV shows used to be four by three, and if you stretch it out to, uh, to widescreen, you'd be like, oh god, everybody looks weird. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Well, the issue with that is that all of the backgrounds in that game, much like Resident Evil, they're all pre-rendered. Okay. Um, so they have gone back and given a coat of paint and a sheen uh, to all of these, as uh, but mainly they devoted their their effort to uprising the characters. Okay. Um. The the backgrounds are still four by three pre rendered backgrounds. So like you know you'll be uh, walking by like where the Day of the Dead parade is, and you know there's yeah. all these balloons that are floating in the sky that just kind of always move in this a similar way. Yeah. But it gives the environments instead of just being a static picture life. Yeah. To them, uh, which I liked. Sure. Um, you know back when we talked about Fear Effect, mm-hmm. um, that game did a lot of that style of stuff. So the late nineties, uh, the pre rendered with real time visual effects. Uh, was pretty popular. Even uh, the sequels to Mist Like Riven did that as well. Yeah, yeah. Uh, because without anything animating in the background, it's just a picture in Riven. Yeah. Uh, you know, there's no life to that game. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, so I played quite a bit of it. Uh, it's still funny. Uh, I'm I'm having a decent time with it. Uh, that's a game that uh, I'll probably end up sitting down with a guide to play through that game just because I don't really want to spend all the time that I spent before to do it, but it's been so long that I don't remember anything. It's been almost 20 years right. uh, since I played that game, and I just don't mm-hmm. remember anything about it. Yeah. Uh, but the things I'll say is that it's quick, it loads fast, uh, you can turn, you know, you can swap the effect palettes really quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I think that uh, this is one of the first times that the HD up resing mm-hmm. when it's optional is something that I choose to leave on. Okay. Um, believe it or not, in like Halo Anniversary and yeah. Halo 2 Anniversary, I play with the original graphics. Okay. I don't like the new effects. Yeah. yeah. Um, I just don't care for them. It just doesn't suit me. Yeah. Sure. Uh, it's just, you're throwing more, you know, antistropic lighting just to do it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Like, hey, we can do this now. Okay. Okay. It's like, oh, great. Ooh, are you going to turn on tri-linear filtering this time? <laughs> great. It doesn't make it a better game, you guys. Yeah. It was fine the way it was. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I, I'm, I, I had a pretty decent time with that. I also downloaded, like, a shit ton of PlayStation Network games that, uh, uh, yeah. that I've had queued up. I queue them up on the phone so they don't automatically download. Yeah. 
um, but they're flagged to your account. Yeah. So then I just go back through and just like in one fell swoop and just <laughs> download like a hundred <laughs> games. Yeah. Almost everything is trash. <laughs> uh, the and I was talking to a buddy of mine uh, about this the other day, but uh, I, I met the opinion where like. Xbox and PlayStation Network give you two games per platform every month right. for free. Right. So that's 24 games a year per platform. I'm getting 48 games a year for free out of these people. Yeah. Like two are good. Yeah. Out of 48. Out of 40 games, that's it. <laughs> that's not a lot. That's not, not a lot of games that are... But like, if you, if you look at it from like a macro perspective, you look at like, you know, hey, there were some good games in here. Like, you know, they gave us Tomb Raider De- uh, Definitive last year on Xbox. Sure. Uh, you know, they gave us Outlast not long ago on PlayStation. You know, there's, uh, you know, Massive Chalice was free. Yeah. Uh, so there's good stuff in there, but God, most of the stuff is garbage. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Rocket League was I, free, and that's one of the best games. Oh, last year. Rocket League is fantastic. Rocket I'm going to pay for that game again on the Xbox just because my buddies are going to be getting it there. So. Yeah, yeah. Just to have it again to play with them, yeah, yeah, it's it's I mean, worth it to me. We get some footage of that just for the hell of it, just because I love that game. And like, I, I never I'll, paid for it last time, and I feel like they deserve my money. Yeah, there you go, they do because it's a good game. It's awesome, it's a good game. I've played it. I uh, got it on Steam, and it was fun as hell. So, yeah, that's kind of the long and short of what I played. I, I played some other stuff, but uh, we can move on. Okay, cool. More Mario Maker. Our, what's that? More Mario Maker. More Mario Maker. Yeah, of course. Uh, which we do need to play through that definitely for sure. Yeah, need to do that. You yeah. should. You should do that. You should do that. Uh, but anyway, uh, let's move on to our topic of the day, which is uh, the thing we said we were going to do two weeks ago. Which is I got fine. it to work. Got it to work. Got Mercenaries to work. Yeah, my copy of the Mercenaries for the original Xbox, uh, it gave us some fits mm-hmm. uh, last week. Yeah. Um, I kept trying to boot it up as Matthias, who is who you always want to play <laughs> the Mercenaries as because he is voiced by Peter Stormare. Yes, he is. Uh, you might recognize him from Until Dawn fame mm-hmm. or, I don't know, every fucking Michael Bay movie. Every Michael Bay movie. Um, um, prison Break, uh, every like kind of tense drama television show, and also the VW commercials. So literally everything. German engineering. VW representing Deutschland. Uh, yeah. So this one's not going to be that long okay. uh, because there are so many things about this game that everybody else has stolen since then. Okay. Um, this game came out January of 2005. Mm-hmm. This is the year that the Xbox 360 was going to be coming out. It's, you know, getting close to the cusp of next generation. Sure. Um, this game did probably the most interesting shit in the open world genre prior to Just Cause okay. uh, that I had seen since, like, Grand Theft Auto 3. Mm-hmm. Um, after Grand Theft Auto 3 came out, everybody was trying to make the next one of those. Yeah. Uh, the guys at Pandemic, uh, mm-hmm. this game was published by LucasArts. This was pre the them being purchased by EA. Right. Um, they set out to make an open world game that takes place in North Korea. Mm-hmm. And there's a whole bunch of factions in it. There's a million moving pieces in this game. And there's a campaign structure that's really interesting because it's all about alliances. Yeah. And everything about this game can fall apart at any given time with a specific alliance based on what you choose to do. Sure. So it's all about you being, as the name would imply, a mercenary. It's Mm -hmm. in your best interest to fulfill contracts as close as they are specified, mm-hmm. and to balance your approach to keep your relationships intact. Yeah. Until you get to a point where it's like, all right, I'm gonna have to cut one of these off. Oh wow! Who do I like the least? Who do you have to cut out? Cut the ties. With and that? then you gotta yeah. cut that off of the head, Ooh. and then just start taking all the missions where it's fuck those guys. <laughs> Yeah. That's awesome. It's yeah. pretty great. Yeah. Uh, the only faction you can't ever side with is North Korea. Okay, yeah. You can never side with, never North, side Korea. with North Korea. Yeah. Uh, they are the main Good. antagonist. Good. Fuck them. In this game. <laughs> but it's uh, South Korea, mm-hmm. China, the UN. Yeah. Wait, South Korea. Well, yeah, North Korea is obviously. North Korea is in there, yeah. South Korea, China, the Russian mob, and the UN. Oh, wow. Okay. So that's the four factions in the game. Toss <laughs> uh, <clears throat> in the Russians. <laughs> yeah, and you're basically there, like, and they say at the beginning of the game, like, and I'm, 
you know, a decade later, the the number that they throw at you sounds kind of funny. It's like, you know, they're like, you know, you know, fucking if you complete this mission, we're going to get a hundred million dollars. Yeah. Will you ever be able to spend that in your life? It's like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'd, yeah. I'd be hard pressed to not find one item that could cost that. You know? <laughs> but, all right. Inflation. Oh, man. Yeah, the, the last decade. <laughs> Boy. Yeah, yeah. Like, I remember when, like, people used to say the word billion and be like, billions? Billions? And that's crazy. That's weird. Now, now it's like trillions. <laughs> yeah. Come on. Yeah. 17 trillion debt. Whatever. Raise the debt limit. It's more like 19 now. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Moving yeah. on. Moving on. Uh, but, yeah, this game is embroiled in political intrigue. Sure. Uh, kind of across the board. It's basically you're dumped into the world, and first thing you do is you drive over to uh, the U.S. consulate, which is getting fucking bombed. Yeah. And say, like, I think there's something I can do for you. <laughs> and they're like... Oh, you're a mercenary. I don't like mercenaries, but damn it, I gotta get through all this red tape and it's taking too long. So, <laughs> so instantly, God. everybody just says, well, I'm gonna start giving you a bunch of fucking money. Sure. And the great thing about this game is that there is fucking money inflation out the ass in here. It's like, you know, the first time you do something, it's like $5,000. Yeah. Pretty soon you're doing like single mission, like within an hour or two, yeah. doing single missions where it's like, here's $500,000. <laughs> Whoa! Whoa, that... All right, <laughs> that escalated quickly. I, I feel like that's like for real with mercenary work. Is like, like nobody wants to pay an amateur mercenary a lot of money. No, but then when they do something right, it's like, all right, I guess we'll uh, bump your pay up a little bit because you do stuff. You didn't die, so. <laughs> and it's always uh, the other thing that feeds into it's not just a visual thing. Yeah, and it's not just a here's one mission where we do this kind of thing. The entire game is fueled. By environmental destruction. Sure. So one of the other reasons that I love this game so much is that it, it ties back into the reason why I love Red Faction Guerrilla. You just fuck shit <laughs> up in this game. Yeah. Uh, Red Faction Guerrilla felt like what the Mercenaries 2 World in Flame should have been. Right. Uh, because Mercenaries 2 was just, here's more of that, except it's buggier and not as good. Yeah, yeah. Um, and less content somehow. Yeah. Um, and it takes place in Panama, which is less interesting than fucking North Korea. It's true. Panama is not that interesting. They got a canal there. They got a song. And, like, the, the, the sunsets were pretty, but other than that, there's yeah. kind of nothing really going for it. Um, but, yeah, the, uh, the whole basis of this game is about blowing shit the fuck up. It's like, yo, there's this you know, fucking art museum that's four blocks from here. And yeah, there's a lot of priceless art in there, but they're doing fucking munitions work under it. Right. Level it. Level that, yeah. And so what you do is you show up and you're not like fucking strapping C4 to this shit, although you can do that. Yeah. You're calling it fucking surgical strikes and carpet bombs and leveling buildings, and it's yeah. fucking great. <laughs> Nothing better than fucking rolling in in a fucking tank, blowing a bunch of shit up, tossing a fucking grenade out, uh, grenade indicator that signals a surgical strike, and just having that place just get bombed, and you turn the camera so you're just slowly walking away from the explosion. <laughs> it's all good. Fuck yeah, this game is great! <laughs> I love this game. Uh, slowly walk away from explosions. Yeah, it's uh, you know it. It's definitely one of those uh, games that criminally underlooked and hard to acquire in a modern format. Yeah, because this game was published by LucasArts. Yeah. Okay. And they they don't exist they, anymore. Yeah, they don't. They don't uh, make games and, anymore. And uh, that I know of, I don't believe this game ever came to the PC. Yeah. Um. So it was only on the PS2 and the Xbox. Yeah. Uh, the PS2 got. Who was their playable character? Indiana Jones as one of your optional characters. And on the Xbox, you can play as Han Soyo. I remember that, yeah. Han Soyo. (laughs) Yes. Hand something. Han Froyo. Han Froyo. It's his favorite ice cream. Yeah. Um, Uh, But yeah, yeah, I I, I love the way that uh, this game looks. uh, Even to this day, um, it has a really heavy smoke aesthetic to the air which is which feeds into why the draw distance wouldn't be that far so it hides a lot of popping and stuff like that so everything it just feels like you're in the middle of a battlefield like everything is smoky and dirty and gross right now we talked a little bit about the way that the relationship building works in that game sure there's another mechanic to this okay there is this system called the deck of 52 okay 
which are card signifiers for people. Okay. They're mobsters. Okay. And you need to go out, and they're people who have information. They're gun runners. They're warlords. They're evil people who are giving shit to the North Koreans. Sure. And what you do is you basically go out, and you'll be driving, and it's like, hey, the Four Clubs is nearby here. You should probably go uh, take care of that. Yeah. And you can even uh, you can even be on a mission mm-hmm. and divert and go complete one of the Deca 52 side missions and then go back and complete the main mission and it never disrupts. You never have to drop a mission to do another thing. Right, yeah. And they're, they just exist in the world. Mm-hmm. And when you drive by them, as long as they're next in line or close to the level that you're looking for, they pop up on your map. Huh, okay. um, so it's usually just like, you know, they've got some kind of base here and you pop a couple of guys. And then from there, you can kill them. yeah. But they're worth more alive. Yeah. So what you do is you basically walk up, you melee them, and then you tie them to the ground, throw a grenade that's going to call in for your air support, throw them in a helicopter, and that's done. Yeah. There you go. It's really cool. Yeah. I, I like it a hell of a lot. The Deca 52 system was... No fulcruming in this? No, there's no fulcruming. <laughs> I cannot shoot people on an air balloon into the sky. <laughs> Although, oh, if this well. game had fulcruming, yeah. it would only make it better. There you go. Yeah. Um... But yeah, I, I absolutely love the way that this game looks. For an original Xbox game, uh, I think it, it's not the best looking out there, but it has a grit and a visual style to it sure. that I really enjoy. Yeah. Uh, and depending I, on how contested a city it is at any given time, yeah. there's constantly shit blowing up. Yeah, yeah. When I was younger, my friend, uh, my friend Chris played this all the time. Uh, he had the PS, he had the PlayStation version, and uh, it looked it looked really good. It looked re- really good for that time. I remember it being like the best, one of the best looking games that I, at you know, that I would play at the time. So. Well, and for it to be that era of open world action game, yeah, and have it not have you not just be swept away by like oceans and blue skies. Because I feel like oceans and blue skies can make up for a lot of things. Yeah. In a game, you just drive by and it's like, oh, it just feels like I'm at the beach, and that's kind of cool. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know, the beach looks nice. Yeah, beaches are cool. So. And uh, you know, but this game just steeps itself in big hills, dirty environments, heavy fog, yeah. tons of smoke, sure. uh, ash. <laughs> it's great. It is a whole hell of a lot of fun. The uh, you know, at any given time. You can, if you purchase this stuff from uh, from the shop, you can just hit up on your D-pad and scroll through all the list of like C4 surgical strikes, carpet bombs, nukes, everything. Wow! And you can just start unleashing destruction at any given time, whenever the fuck you want to, yeah. provided you have the money to do it. Jeez! And it is awesome. Yeah. Uh, you can even like call in like fucking airdrops. So like, oh, like I'm low on health, or I need bullets, or anything. At any given time, here comes a box out of the sky that's got your shit in it. Yeah. And it's just, it's quick, it's instant, it's fast, it avoids almost all of the issues that you have out of a game like Grand Theft Auto, where it's like, God, I gotta go to ammunition, right. I gotta go to the fast food restaurant to get my <laughs> health back. It's just, no, right. it's just, this game, it's on at any given time in this game, all the time. Sure. Yeah. And that's awesome. That's pretty good. I, I think that this game is one of the most criminally under appreciate. I won't say underrated because right. this game has like a ninety-one Metacritic score. Sure, a lot of people love this game. Underappreciated. Sure. Um, in a game that's, uh, I think, if the sequel had never come out or if it had come out and done better, yeah, I think people, we would look back on the original Mercenaries as like some kind of watershed moment, as though it was inappreciated for what it is and what it meant and the things that it brought. Um, but. Yeah. There, we end up looking at other better games that came in the wake of this, sure, because their trajectory continued upward. You yeah, know, you they, you they, look at the Saints Rose, yeah, you look at the Grand Theft Autos, you look at the Just Causes. Yeah, their franchise expanded, whereas Mer- Mercenaries just kind of evaporated. Out, evaporated. I mean, out. I don't know if they ever officially canned it, but once uh, Pandemic was closed soon after this game, uh, and Pandemic partnered with Bioware to forge a new company. And their intentions behind this were genuine in the sense that we want to become a big enough development house Mm -hmm. that our portfolios will be so large that someone will pay top dollar for us. Yeah. And it ended up being Electronic Arts. Yeah. And Electronic Arts brought them in, and uh, the development work on... Uh, the Mercenaries 2 as well as Saboteur Mm. the other pandemic game at this time 
they were they were a victim of many delays. Yeah. Uh, the engine that they uh, developed for the saboteur that they spent a lot of money to create uh, did not pan out well. Mm. Uh, it was very poor. Yeah. Uh, as far as optimization of resources went. Right. Uh, and also had, uh, even in the final release version of the Saboteur, uh, several frame rate problems. Yeah. Uh, interesting thing about the Saboteur, just kind of tying a side note here with Pandemic and the closure of their studio and what it, uh, what other effect it had, is that the, uh, the team that had made the Batman Begins game yeah. for the PS2... Okay. Uh, and the Xbox, yeah. uh, they were working on a Dark Knight game okay. using the Saboteur's engine. Oh. And given the slow development of that, uh, of that engine for that game, they weren't able to get the game done anywhere near in time for the movie. So then the movie got pushed back to that December, and they still weren't going to be able to meet that, and that's why there's no Dark Knight game, because wow. of the Saboteur's engine tech. Interesting. Yeah. It's just nothing could line up in Nothing time. could line up for it. Yeah. Interesting. Hmm. Yeah. And then the Arkham. Then the Asylum games came. So the Arkham games. And. Uh, after that. Yeah. But like, if you go back uh, and watch the. Uh, I think it's a Did You Know Gaming on Batman Begins. It's okay. not that old. Uh, it just happened to come on recently. Like, I kind of put on a YouTube playlist and. Sure. Be playing Yokai Watch and. Yeah. Uh, and then, oh, oh hey. Oh, oh hey. Did that's you interesting. Know. Yeah. Uh, but cool. yeah, so I uh, I was really uh, uh, I was really depressed about pandemic closing, but you can't really blame Electronic Arts for that. They spent a lot of money to make the Mercenaries two uh, and to make the Saboteur. It's not going to stop people from blaming them. <laughs> no, yeah, but those <laughs> those bets didn't pan out, and really the feature player mm-hmm. in the. Uh, the Bioware pandemic purchase yeah. was Bioware. Right. Um, and EA had very expensive, very specific plans for that studio. Sure. Um, yeah. And when pandemic started not being able to pull its weight financially, mm-hmm. they just cut them off. And there was a game being made called Merck's Inc. Yeah. Uh, and they said that they were going to move that game to EA Redwood Shores okay. after the pandemic closure. And then we just never heard of it again. Yeah, yeah. Um, real shame because like Merck's Inc. sounded like they were adding a multiplayer co-op element to it that was going to be bigger, and they were also going to be bringing back the deck of 52, which wasn't in Mercs 2. Yeah. Um, so if you could basically go questing with a bunch of your friends to go murder 52 people, that sounds like a pretty fucking good time. <laughs> um, yeah. And, yeah, like I, I don't have much more to say other than the fact that if you've got a PS2 or if you've got an original Xbox, go fucking play the Mercenaries. Yeah. And... It's slow compared to modern open world games. Give it two hours, though. Yeah. I, it's interesting because uh, culturally, this game was on fire when it came out. And, yeah, like a lot of people talked about it. I remember there was like uh, two uh, miniseries, comic book miniseries made for it. A uh, lot. They were trying to push this thing into a real franchise, I guess. And then yeah, the second one just didn't pan out as well as they hoped. And yeah, yeah, but no deck. Of, but like you said, no. They didn't. They didn't add in the cool aspects. Uh, I guess into was it just buggy? Was it just like, yeah? It yeah. was. It was. A, it was a mess. Yeah. Uh, it was unoptimized uh, for the systems. It didn't look that great. Um, and I just felt like their mission design wasn't as interesting or as open. Right. It was much more constrained. Okay. Uh, and I just there was a charm to the original. It's like one of those. I hate saying like feel. Right. Oh, no. Because it's hard to describe feel. Feel. But there was something about the way that that first game felt at the time that it came out. Yeah. Three years, three and a half years later. Right. uh, When uh, when Mercs 2 came out, it just wasn't there anymore. Yeah. It's like they pushed the boat from the pier. Yeah. And by the time they actually got the motor to kick on, everybody else was gone. Yeah. Yeah. And it it, it sucks, man, because, like, I. I still think to this day that's, uh, I mean, you know, I fell into a hole. I played about like four hours of the Mercenaries this morning. <laughs> yeah. I woke up and I was like, I got things to do. I'm going to go play all the Mercenaries. <laughs> and there it went. Yeah, there you go. And then your circuit broke and uh, I lost a bunch of progress. You lost so much progress. Yeah, I had a yeah. high powered uh, PC on as well as my original Xbox and my TV and my uh, <laughs> heater all plugged into the same plug. <laughs> And uh, uh, luckily, it was into a surge protector, right? Yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, but the circuit popped. <laughs> I had to go reset that one. And, yeah. yeah, and and I have a, a 
small circuit breaker for my house. Sure, yeah. Because uh, I have a small house. Little baby, little baby That's circuit breaker. It's a little baby, circuit little, little baby circuit breaker. Um, what? Uh, yeah. So, like, like, like you said, Mercs kind of like took over, like, or it kind of started a few like trends that other games took over. Would you yeah. say, or was it just like perfected at the time, or they're know? they're. This was open world in a different direction. Right, yeah. Um, nobody had quite taken it this way yet. This right. is, you know, like a year and a half before Just Cause. Yeah. This is two years before Saints Row. Okay, yeah. You know, this is, you know, maybe like a year after San Andreas, and it's nothing like San Andreas. Right, yeah. You know, it's just, it's not a game like that. Mm-hmm. This is an open world military approach it's right. it's different it yeah. just doesn't feel uh like anything else that came out in the ps2 xbox generation granted it was at the very tail end of it yeah but you can definitely tell that all the other people who are making open world crime and military style games <laughs> in the following generation had looked at this one and said man with all that power i bet we can make a pretty cool one of the one of those yeah right okay. and you know like I, the comparisons between red faction gorilla and yeah. this, yeah, are so fucking close. Right, yeah. You and, like Red Faction Gorilla, <laughs> and they're so similar. Yeah, right. Yeah, and <laughs> yeah, I just remember what the day that I got Red Faction. Actually, it was the day that I played the demo for Red Faction Gorilla, like a month before the game came out. I went, yeah. "Why didn't they just make this?" <laughs> like to mercenary. Why don't they make mercenaries? Just make it not on Mars and boom, <laughs> boom it's mercenaries. Like, make it not on Mars. <laughs> that game takes place on Mars. It does take place on Mars. You're absolutely correct. I, I got that. No, I got a it. sledgehammer. You're on yeah. Mars. Good yeah. time. Good sled- slammer on Mars. Sledgehammer in a world of paper mache. Uh, listening so, to yeah. Peter Gabriel. Yep. That's right. That's pretty good. Sledgehammer. You know, I had no idea he was also in Genesis. Had no idea. He was in Genesis? Yeah. I didn't know. Him and, uh, crap, uh, the the actual one. Uh, The guy that can feel it coming in the air. Yeah, why the fuck? Phil Collins. Phil Collins, yeah. They were both in Genesis. That's nuts. Because they both spanned off and had really hit careers after that. Yeah. Peter Gabriel, like I feel like his star finally faded once people weren't making cool music videos anymore. That's true, yeah. When 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 music videos became boring, uh film your band playing in an audience kind of deal, it was like, alright. That's not Peter Gabriel's strong suit. Yeah, not not a strong suit. Um do people still make cool vid- music videos anymore? I don't really know. There's that like, Drake video. There is that Drake video. That was pretty good. <laughs> but mainly just because Drake is a crazy person that knows that Knows how to dance, but decides not to. It's pretty good. <laughs> I know. Like, it was a Kanye he video. He clearly has dancing talent, but just decides to do dumb shit. <laughs> there was a there was a pretty good Kanye video in uh, in artistic design uh, back in uh, my dark twisted fantasy. Yeah, for the song "All the Lights." It's uh, there's all kinds of like it flashes up in neon words like a ton of the lyrics here and there and then it'll cut to like footage of like him standing in this really tight alleyway on top of a cop car and everything in the scene is black and white except for the cop car lights right that are illuminating him in the red and blue light and it was just yeah. a really cool visual style nice. that's pretty cool I like but, that I like that but yeah I think we've covered uh, but yeah nobody's really making good looking videos no anymore. no I was making good. Videos. I think we covered Mercs pretty well here. Maybe Azalea makes some good-looking videos just because she's good-looking. Yeah, it, well, yeah. You can just look at it. Uh, like, you're fine. Yeah, like, I, that's a good-looking video. Yeah. All right. The artistic uh, design in this video is... <laughs> perfect. All right. I think that's going to do it. It's Super Bowl time. So, uh, just about, right? We're going to start 6? Uh, I think 6.30. 6.30. All right. So it's about Super Bowl time. So yeah. We're going to head out of here. We talked a lot about Mercs. Mercs, cool game. Good uh, good series. And we want you want to do this one for a while, too, Like since yeah. we started this whole thing. I finally, so finally got, got it to work. Finally Against got all out Mercs. Yeah. Oh, and I'll say one last thing here real quick. Sure. I went and got one of those Logitech Precision Wireless Original Xbox controllers. You did. It's pretty good. It's not perfect, yeah, but I like it. Yeah, it's pretty good. You had to you had to jam the A button a little bit, but uh, yeah, you got to be deliberate with the way that you hit buttons yeah, with that yeah. thing. You can't you, uh, can't you can't be lazy about it. But know? especially for a game like Mercenaries, where it's a little bit more relaxed action, mm-hmm. uh, you know, it's not a button masher kind of thing. Sure, uh, it, it 
it's pretty good. So if you're the kind of person that doesn't want wires running run around your living room anymore yeah. with a PS2 or an Xbox, go get one of those precision wireless things. I got it for like 15 bucks, 20 bucks. Boom. There's the sales pitch. Go get that. And don't watch Avatar. That's uh, that's my other that, sales pitch. That, that's our sales pitch for the day. Uh, but no, that's it for this episode. Uh, you can check us out on videostruck.com or on Facebook at facebook.com slash videostruck. And follow Haas on Twitter. Follow me on Twitter! At... <laughs> Hoss underscore buddy. He talks to wrestlers. Uh, you can also check us out at Twitter. At I talked to Rip Rogers today. You, you talked to Rip Rogers today. It's his birthday today. Yeah. It was awesome. Happy birthday, Rip Happy Rogers. Happy birthday, Rip Rogers. He's not listening to this. It's, he's probably not. But a day after. He's definitely my, not he's listening. definitely not listening to this nonsense. Uh, maybe I'll just cut out this part where we wish him and happy send birthday. It to him? And just send that to him via Twitter. Uh, that might be okay. It'll be alright. Uh, he's got a day after mine. So I'm six. He's seventh. It's pretty nice. So, yeah. He's way older than me, though. So, and that's okay. Whoa! Well, I mean, that's just a fact. Oh! I'm saying, hey, look, I'm just saying it's a Whoa. fact, all right? It's like, uh, but uh, hopefully we get. To, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, uh, I need to get back to work on that uh, on that documentary that we uh, that we filmed. Yeah, yeah. It, it just it's it, been a while. It has. It's been a while. I'm gonna I'm gonna get a trailer together for him just so he knows we're working on stuff. And uh, yeah, so we'll we'll do that. So because I want that thing to be good. I want it to look good. And yeah, there we go. But that's it for this episode of Instruct. We'll see you guys next time. Or maybe not. Maybe this is the last one. It's not. We're totally going to keep talking about this stuff. Oh, I was getting excited about it being the last one. (laughs) Do you not want to do this anymore? (laughs) No. All right, cool.